What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rudley Podcast. I'm your host, Max Rudley, and this is the podcast where we, where we talk all things pop culture and film, TV, and so much more. And in this new episode, we, we have a ton of movie news and, and trailers to, to talk about. And that is with a bunch of MCU drama that has just been revealed. And with Marvel just like struggling and trying to keep up with the quality content, and even with having issues, we also got some trailers released this week. That is for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes and, and for Echo. And just so, so much more, and even with Invincible Season 2 that's officially released, so I mean, give you guys my thoughts on that, and for how this season is going to progress moving forward, and so a, a lot of news and trailers to discuss. And now, starting off with the MCU drama that has just been revealed, and now this comes from an article from Variety, and it states all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that Marvel Studios is going through with the drama, and even for the future is moving forward, and with them having issues with quality and trying to satisfy fans towards the end of the day, and even for how this article like starts out, is that even like with first that comes out that with Marvel, and that recently had had talks about like trying to bring back the Original six Avengers for a new movie, and and also reviving Iron Man and Black Widow, both played by Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. And from what I think, this is a, a bad idea because even with Avengers Endgame, that was the perfect setup for these characters, and you would uh, bring back Iron Man and Black Widow that both made sacrifices. And even so, I think that this is like a bad idea, but it could be sort of like for a purpose but and even though with these actors that have seen it but like they better have a good storytelling and even with the bringing in a variant of Iron Man specifically for Secret Wars that could be good as well but even with a Robert Downey Jr. who's now expensive and nowadays and even to bring back in the future of the MCU and just to like you know, the, 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 just a desperately just, just like trying to please the fans, but I think it would just be too much. Even the bring back Scarlett Johansson by Widow, like she, she, she got a perfect send off, and, and I think it's time that we're focusing um, bringing a new Avengers team instead of focusing on the old ones that, that made sacrifices, really even having a proper send off. But even though with that, so like I think this is a, a, a bad idea as well. And now the next thing that this article goes on to say is that with Marvel they either possibly reconsidering their focus on a, another big bat to take over the multiverse saga and, and even possibly having King not be the center as the next big bat of the multiverse saga and, and fo- fo- focusing on a Doctor Doom. And, and I think it could be a good idea but at the same time it could, could be you know, not good because even I, I think it's like a, too early or too like possibly something to push out a Doctor Doom to be like the next big bad. Plus, like, he was the big bad in the Secret Wars comic storyline by Jonathan Hickman. And even with King, who is centered to be the next big bad, especially as a showcase that in the season one finale of Loki and an Amen Quantumia, who is truly menacing. But even, so, I mean, King was truly menacing on screen. Now, he's set up to be the next big bad. And you with Loki season two, as a pointing like King to be like not like a, a villain, but even versus setting up something else for the future of the multiverse saga and for the next two Avengers movies 
but if, even uh, but even so like i think that they, it's just recast the character like it's just recast i mean like marvel has has done this so many times where they re, re, recast so many actors in their different marvel roles and this is especially from possibly early on in like the, the starting point of the mcu i mean like, i think uh, they could do it for kang and, and just like re recast the character being like it's not that hard to, to do but but, but it's even so I, I i feel like the the, the is just re, recast the character because i love kang and i would love to see him move more forward in the future of the mcu and, and on top of that if they just like a reshift the, the focus on dr doom and just say like changing everything for who they want to focus on for the for the future of the multiverse saga because because with kang he he's primarily the the main focus like they show that in like Loki and Amon Quantum Media, I think like specifically specifically with Jonathan Majors and his legal troubles, but I feel like if he's proven innocent or guilty, or I mean I hope that that is proven innocent and he gets to keep his role as Kang, but I would love to see Kang move forward, and I feel like it's too early to introduce Doctor Doom, but specifically specifically with a Fantastic Four, but with Secret Wars, I mean like we'll just have to wait and see. And now, the, the last thing that this article talks about is about the Blade reboot. And now, if you guys have, have been keeping up to date with all the re recent news on Blade, it's going through so much. It's going through develop development hell. As I even started filming it, and they don't even have a script. And even with us switching out directors and, and writers, even with it having a certain re rewrite, especially with Mahershala Ali, and I, he, he is committed to this role. And even as it was just confirmed, and that they hired a new writer to write the, the, the script and, and that was with Michael Green who was previously the writer for Logan and I think it's like the best comic book movie that that was the, the perfect send out to Wolverine but I, I feel like with this writer and I feel like he, he done so much in that film especially for what he can bring to Blade and now I think they should totally make this R rated because it, it, how hard can it be you know just like a fine a, a writer and a director that like understands the, the character of Blade like he, he's basically a vampire hunter and, and for what we've seen and what Mahershal Ali is going to deliver specifically to this character like I feel like they should just make it R-rated, like a total blood and violence. I think that's what the MCU needs right now. And it's even with having a darker tone, even that we experienced that specifically in a Werewolf by Night, like a where we had like a dark violence and specifically like that everywhere. But even dive into the supernatural side of the MCU, like I feel like they should just be played R-rated and so that the fans can be happy and not make it super like family friendly under under the, the Disney brand but I, I feel like they should t totally ramp up the violence just a lot and that could satisfy a lot of people and even with so much potential that this character has it possibly set up the midnight suns which is like to be an, an interesting lineup but even for that they're gonna set that up and there's even and like it's like a picturing this movie in general if they decided to go the pg-13 route with this film i feel like it's gonna lose a ton of people and it's like why did they show no blood and like why was there no violence in there but i feel like it's just made this radar in fact even with a deadpool 3 that's it's gonna be the first r-rated film in the mcu where a lot is gonna be going down and you would deploy wolverine and you with a venom that should 
should be rated R as well. But even as speaking of Blade, like, this is like the the introduction of like a vampire hunter in the MCU, and even with a reboot in the entire thing, especially as Mahershala Ali is like committed to this role. And when he he was announcing he's he's a two time Oscar winner, but I feel like Marvel Studios just needs to get it right. And now, next up, we have to talk about some trailers uh, that released this week. And that is with the first trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And now, even uh, with this film that has taken place years after the events of the last movie, War for the Planet of the Apes, and even with the Planet of the Apes franchise, which I totally adore, especially with, with those last two movies that were uh, directed by Matt Reeves, and even with West Ball, that is to take on this new entry that isn't like a reboot. Is a continuation of the franchise and possibly for its fourth installment. But this way, looking at this trailer, it looks amazing. And that even with Cornelius, who is the son of Caesar, and even with leading a new tribe of apes as they're making their own empire, and even though this is just the teaser trailer for what we can expect for this new entry forward as it comes out next year, like, I mean, it looks amazing, especially with the score that has a John Williams vibes it looks like to be a complete masterpiece and even like i i liked what matt reeves did with the franchise especially with that last movie war for the planet of the apes that was like like that had like a great ending to that trilogy but i feel like with this new film uh kingdom of the planet of the apes i feel like that this movie is ever going to deliver and i can receive what west ball brings i mean i'm up for it and i feel like with this new entry and that this isn't like a reboot or something like this is like a continuation for where the last movie left off and now another trailer that was released this week is a trailer for echo the new mcu and disney plus show releasing uh, next year and even with the people's interest around the show uh, there was like no interest especially when th this character uh, debuted in Hawkeye and like, no one had any interest in her they weren't just interested in her character but even like with this trailer that is here and based on the looks of it it looks so violent especially when like the, the opening minutes of this trailer like, and like it begins with, with, with like Echo trying to get some ice cream but then even with this guy that is like mocking her obviously because like she is deaf but even as we see Kingpin just like beating up a guy and he's brutally like beating him up in front of Echo and showing blood and like this is like the, the MCU's first dark violent TV MA show and specifically like this is what the MCU needs right now like this is what Marvel Studios needs and like even with Daredevil Born Again which is I don't know like a rumor to be like a TV MA uh, they should definitely do that especially as well like last year as like, people were like worried that like, that, like Disney and Marvel might do something like bad or, or not like ramp up the violence as it did in the Netflix show as especially that show is going through a reboot but even from the looks of of this trailer and even with the reports that have come out of why Marvel Studios is dropping all the episodes of Echo all at once on January 10th of both Disney Plus and Hulu that's saying that like all of the show is bad I don't have faith in it but even with this trailer that's released even with this entire show it doesn't even look so bad it looks totally violent it looks totally dark and I feel like with this character I, I feel like we'll get to know a little about her, her origin story, about her backstory on how she, she became a fighter, uh, on how uh, Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin, 
like it's been teaching her to fight, and especially with a daredevil that's going to be involved in possibly making an appearance. And I think in like one frame of the trailer, we could possibly see daredevil in a suit, but only just in a frame of it, but only for just like five seconds. But even still, like we we know that daredevil and kingpin are are going to be involved. Even with kingpin, who is revealed to have a large role in this show, but even towards the end of the trailer, like kingpin asks like who so who is the monster, and even like with the show, I'm definitely looking forward to it and and the fact that it's the first MCU Disney Plus show releasing on January 10th with all episodes dropped all at once, kind of like bench style, and not having to wait, wait like a week, week to week, but every week for an episode, but I'm definitely looking forward to Echo, like a, this looks badass, especially with, with, with the violence and with the Kingpin like beating up people, like a brutally, like a, her hurting them, and it's, it's I mean, I'm excited for Echo, but what, what, what do you guys think? And now the last thing is Invincible Season 2 is officially released and with its first episode and these are going to be my quick thoughts on it and even with this new season of Invincible that I showcases Mark Grayson as he is as he is going through struggles, especially with it being a superhero again and saving lives, and even struggling to maintain his personal life, especially with his girlfriend and getting into college, and even like having an unexpected enemy. And based on on the first episode, I me, mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, like this is like the best superhero show ever produced and I written, and even with with a show that delivered absolute violence and, and, and it's totally dark it, it, even from like uh, the, uh, the first season which I enjoyed it especially with, with the Omni Man uh, played play by J.K. Simmons and it, even like um, with like just just with the entire show that's focusing on, on Mark and I just love what the show really delivered and even with this with this premiere episode, which I definitely enjoyed, I can see for the season goes moving forward, and I think like a season three of this show is is in the works, but we're not sure. But even with the season two of Invincible, I think it's like a good show, and I, I feel like this season has so much potential moving forward, and I can see what's in store. And so, in conclusion, I, I think while well, well, the MCU drama that is revealed, hopefully that Marvel Studios gets better, especially with their I- issues on, on quality and, and how to maintain that, and even to uh, satisfy fans towards the end of the day. I mean, because I mean, remember, I mean, because like, we're like fans that like excited about all, all things film and TV, but even with, with the, all the MCU products that we've gotten over the years, and are recently, I hope that they can improve it, possibly do better, and and even. All these trailers were released, especially for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes and, and Echo. I feel like I'm really looking forward to those products. Those are my most anticipated for next year, and hopefully, they uh, deliver so much good. And, uh, and possibly, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hugely exci- excited for Echo. It has a Daredevil vibes, and it's the first MCU TVMA dark show. And uh, hopefully, that it, it absolutely delivers, especially when all episodes dropped all at once. So that's going to be a fun time. With Invincible Season 2, I, I enjoyed its season premiere. And this new season has potential moving forward. And I can see just for what's the story, and I think it could be incredible. And so, that's going to be it for this episode, and tune in next time for more stuff like this. And with that, I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.